you know, I've had contact throughout my life. I had the experience of the men in black too, right? And um, and then in my around 22 years old, I have this experience of Shambhala, which we know is the inner earth. And it's where I was um, taken by my hand and brought into um, the by a young um, monk and taken into this uh, cave. And um, this is when I was shown the floating yogis. And I was also shown a vision of myself older um, with a child um, and pregnant. And, you know, this was years away from me actually having that happen. And I won't get into what I was shown, but um, it was clear to me that there was a realm um, that is between the, 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 you know, call it the super light realm and the physical. So it's a, it's a shared space um, of these, these, you know, higher level yogis, call them the floating yogis, um, and what's actually happening on, um, you know, these more dense realms here on earth. And, and I was shown humanity um, as it was going to unfold over a period of time, which it did. Um, I was shown some of what I will call the, the ills of mankind um, and to be mindful and to be aware of, of some of those ills to uh, make sure that, that what I was carrying in me, this, this child was protected from that. Right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Well, hello there, journeyers. I hope y'all are doing well wherever you may be on this little blue planet. <sighs> so much going on in this little blue planet, eh? In the last, uh, well, last couple of years, but it seems to be intensifying Susan Manowich by the day. We talked a little bit uh, with Susan Manowich, so glad to have her back, about two or three weeks ago, uh, where we focused on these changes, particularly as it relates to solar activity, geomagnetic activity at Al. But if you listen to that last show, of course, we'll have a link if uh, you care to watch it. If you haven't, we said in that show that we were going to have her back for a part two. And I thought to myself, the time is now. The time is now. Susan Manowich today is going to share some of her personal sojourns as an experiencer, as a contactee, not necessarily an abductee. And I want to talk about that, Susan, but a contactee, lifelong contactee. I know there's a lot of you out there who are experiencers yourselves, you feel yourselves to be, that write to me and I know to Susan with so many questions about what is happening. And there are multi dimensions to what it is that is happening to each of us. But uh, today, let's hear from Susan. And, you know, girlfriend, we said, you know, I'm on my laptop in my new space. You can see the new digs here. Uh, and I'm on a, a laptop. So the screen's not big enough for me to put my notes up. So we said, you know what, no notes, let's just let it fly. Let's just let it rip. I'm going to let you begin at the beginning, Susan, and give us um, a well, give us give us your story. What is your first recollection of contact in this life? Oh, <laughs> in this in, life, in, in this life. Ah, okay. Um, so first, con first recollection. Um, there's two. Okay. There's one I've, I've spoken about previously. And, um, but I would say when I was probably about two or three, um, I do remember being in my crib and, and standing up and feeling the beings, 
I don't remember seeing them, but I remember feeling them. And I remember feeling that they were, you know, that they were just watching out for me. Um, and it was just, you know, it's, it's what I would say is one of my earliest memories, but in, um, when I was about five years old, that's when I saw a ship and that's when I saw the beings. And, um, would you like me to get into that and talk about that, Alexis? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and I've, I've shared this before, but hopefully I'll share it at, a, at maybe a different level of detail. Uh, so I was laying in a bunk bed. I had bunk beds with my sister and I was on the bottom and she was on the top. And I remember laying in bed and I had woken up slightly. Uh, it wasn't like a full awake, even though, you know, I opened my eyes and I could see the room. It was as if like all the cells of my body were, um, were vibrating and magnetized. And it was as if like my, my, the cells of my body were, were, alive independently, like each of them had um, uh, a consciousness and each of them were, were in the process of separating. And it wasn't something that felt terrible. It just felt really odd. And instantaneously I knew, so as I'm laying in this bunk and my, my um, I was facing the window ironically, which I knew used to not, uh, I my head would, would be, uh, next to the window, but for some reason this night, um, I was facing the window and as I opened my eyes, um, I could just feel the beings coming and I could feel the beings in the ship. And it was as if there was a, a magnetic, an electromagnetic connection in charge that was, um, you know, merging us together, um, or connecting us together. And I felt I would say slightly excited about that um, because it was something that um, I was waiting for to to happen um, because of some of my my pre um, preconception pre birth memories of where I was previously. So um, as I opened up my eyes a little bit more fully, I then see my sister who's facing the window and she's looking out, you know, side the window um, at the backyard, and she says. Oh my God, Susie, what is it? And you know, I'm thinking, well, they're the beings. They're they're you know, this is our our connection here, <laughs> or, or mine, anyways. And um, the lights were just beautiful and tremendous. Um, there was a light on the top. Um, it was a, a double rotation, um, so there was a like rotation clockwise on the top and counter rotation on the bottom with this light, this white band in between, but also with these massive, gorgeous just like more vibrant than life um, colors that were in the midsection of the ship. And it was right above the treetop. And um, it was, you know, just this dynamic, um, robust, full of life connection um, that was there. And uh, I do, I do remember um, my, my, my body um, shifting and changing. And I was feeling as if I was um, moving through the wall, which I did. Um, and I, I can say this, I, I consciously thought to myself, oh, this is the first time on this planet, in this body, I'm experiencing this connection. And it feels a little funky. 
and it feels a bit uh, um, disharmonious. So my spirit being able to move through my body felt a little disharmonious. Interesting. And I took, took note of that because that's not how I felt previously on other life in, in other lifetimes on this planet. And and you know, contact has has been a part of of just being on this planet for me, anyways. Yours is. I want to say unique, but they're all unique in their own way, Susan. You, you, just in that short period of time, describing your first recall encounter in this life, I hear some semblance of familiarity of other experiences. And yet the one thing I don't hear too often is such a, a recollection of connection in previous lifetimes. I've heard it a couple of times, but you, for some reason, seem to have come to this planet with a lot, you talked in the last show about pre-birth memories and uh, just just an incredible amount of recollection, something that I think a lot of people wish they had of previous lifetimes. Why do you think yours is that? Why do you think that you came here so lucid uh, with these memories, including, but not limited to, your contact encounters, not just, con this is more than contact, by the way, you guys, yeah. this is a relationship with these beings, if you will. And what I'm kind of hearing, I don't want to ask a leading question, but it sounds like you have a recollection of being those, one of those beings. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you, so even though I come in with that, I've had to um, work really hard to understand my place in this world at this time. And what am I here for? Um, and, you know, one would think that, again, you just come in and you should just know all of these different things. Um, and, you know, because you have other memories of other lifetimes, but it's, it's so much more dynamic than that. And it's so much more robust. And, you know, I guess also, um, you know, I've always tried to understand how I really fit in here <laughs> and to what degree. And sometimes I realize I, I don't and to other degrees I do. So, you know, what is this about? Um, I would say that if, it's, it's like this. If you look at, um, you know, a mandala <laughs> and you see all of these different expressions um, that make, make the circle that... Um, I think some of us come in with pieces and parts of of who we are, what we remember, and um, I would have to go into what I saw before um, I incarnated in, and I'd have to go into um, the other part of when I was 21 years old, the creator beings that came literally at the foot of my bed. I didn't know they were creator beings at the time. Um, and what I was shown in experience there and what I also believe is actually happening on the planet as a, as a whole right now. So I'm not sure where you really want to take that because <laughs> there's a lot to it. There, there's the, you just, you fit a lot in there, but here's what I love about you, Susan. You do not take your contact encounters out of context with what is going on now and probably for the whole of your life. You're, you, we use this word juxtaposition, if you recall in the last show, juxtaposing cosmological effects with on the ground effects with the, the, the uh, encounters. And you can't really separate any of it. No. That's what I hear you saying, that, that they are, I've used this term before, journeyers, there is a symbiosis 
that exists between us and those beings and reality itself. There's a symbiosis, there's a give and take. Give me your thoughts on that. Not just yeah. a give and take, but there's a, almost like a partnership. Even though there's an unfamiliarity, there's a familiarity, it's a paradox. Woo, it's convoluted, but I'll let you, yeah. I'll let you uh, comment on that. Yeah, um, it is a relationship and it's a relationship that's on um, a more expansive level that when you actually are embodied in a body, um, then you get an opportunity to to see what's going on here. <laughs> you get an opportunity to to understand the dynamics of the energy of humanity and the energy of the earth um, and to um I'd say to be delicate and to be careful with it too, uh, because of the, the the time that we're in and this this period of change, and and I'll share this piece too. So when I was um, around twenty two years old, um, I had an experience that I've never talked, I've never spoken about a lot of these things that I'm probably going to share publicly, but it's time to do it now, mm -hmm. and I would keep it hidden. Um, not because it was a secret, but because there was an honor that needed to um, be respected with uh, these experiences and maybe even a little bit of safety that went along with it. When I was about 22 years old, um, so you keep in mind, you know, I've had contact throughout my life. I had the experience of the men in black too, right? And um, and then in my, around 22 years old, I have this experience of Shambhala, which we know is the inner earth. And it's where I was um, taken by my hand and brought into um, the, by a young um, monk and taken into this uh, cave. And um, this is when I was shown the floating yogis. And I was also shown a vision of myself older um, with a child. Um, and pregnant and you know this was years away from me actually having that happen and i won't get into what i was shown but um it was clear to me that there was a realm um that is between the 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 you know call it the super light realm and the physical so it's a it's a shared space um, of these, these, you know, higher level yogis, call them the floating yogis, um, and what's actually happening on, um, you know, these more dense realms here on earth. And, and I was shown humanity um, as it was going to unfold over a period of time, which it did. Um, I was shown some of what I will call the, the ills of mankind, um, and to be mindful and to be aware of, of some of those ills to uh, make sure that that what I was carrying in me, this this child was protected from that. Um, so, you know, that's I, I had to I had to um, reconcile that, and I had to say, well, how does that <laughs> how does that fit in with um, you know the creator beings, and how does it fit in with what happened to me when I was younger with with the beings, you know, the the golden light beings themselves. So, you know, and and what you really understand is there's a whole interplay of um, again, we're going back to the last interview, there's a whole interplay of this density and light and there's these shared spaces in between and some are in these, you know, really refined, subtle realms and some are, you know, in these more dense realms. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's not an either or here. Um, and I think one of the best ways that we can help out each other and what others are experiencing is to realize 
you know, that this whole thing is at play and, and maybe it's just my journey, you know, that, that I'm here to put all of these pieces together. I think it's a little bit more than that, but um, yeah. So, so, you know, there's, there's that piece too, and I can get into some of the, the other aspects. <laughs> okay. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, we're not going to switch gears, but um, well, I want to ask you a question that, that, that has keep, that keeps, uh, not bugging me, but it's it's just a little bit perplexing. And it has to do with physical contact versus non-physical contact. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up a name that you know, and journeyers, you know him too. His name is Barry Littleton. Mm-hmm. And Barry told a story. I'm going to, I'm going to spill the beans because he did not mention your name at the time, but I knew he was speaking of you. Being on board craft, uh, a craft on mm-hmm. one particular occasion, he says that his was a physical uh, onboarding, if you will, and yours, he felt, was uh, non-physical at the time, meaning that you were you were on board the craft and he saw you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you recall? Yeah, I do. Okay. I, do. I hope I didn't blow up your spot, but I just, I, I just find it intriguing. I know this is one thing I really wanted to go into with you because it's, again, you talk about the, the scope of how these encounters are happening. <clears throat> Everyone's is different and yet they're common threads. But Barry speaks specifically of seeing you and another gentleman at the time, by the way. And apparently he approached you uh, here in the in the denser realms and you had no recollection. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I put you on the spot. We're kind of switching gears a little bit, but it's all obviously all related. Oh, all Can right. you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, um, Barry, I think her, I think this is the story. He heard an interview that I did years ago. And um, it was in the interview, he then remembered he saw me on this, this craft. And that um, I think, if again, if my memory is accurate, that that, you know, I was a light being working with this, this, this golden light that was there. And uh, I don't think I had, I had talked about the, the, the golden beings. And by the way, I'm going to send you a picture that you can put in. Um, yes, your, That'd be great. Yeah, because there's a, 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 you know, people can call them a council of nine. I just know them as, as the beings that, that I've interacted with that are part of, of, of why I'm here and, um, and, you know, that I have a connection to. So he did, he, he saw me on this ship. Um, I think it was a ship and in working with this this um this light uh that he has a special name for that light and as time goes on i take him the sketch of this engine and he immediately starts freaking out he said i've seen this i've seen it he knew <laughs> now the other individual you're referring to that don't, i didn't don't mention your name i don't want you to mention your name okay i will do that i will do that <laughs> but uh i didn't know of them till later on okay uh-huh. And once I did and we got to communicating, the first thing I asked is, I've seen you before. And do you remember this and this? And they said no. And I was devastated. I thought, oh, you can't remember it? You know, but then I realized that a lot of this is happening on the dream dream dimensional astral level. Ah. So we don't always have a clear retention, retention of memory from our dreams. So that's that kind of situation. But I will say this. When I showed her them the um, illustration, they very much vibrated with it. I can't recall what it is, but as as you're describing, and I recall him talking about it, it was yeah. almost like you were you were suspended within this sort of rotating. We're gonna maybe I'll put a cut a clip into if I can recall uh, where it is, 
you were in, Susan, this sort of encasement inside of the craft, and there was, maybe it was made of light. I don't know. We're going to find it and, and see if we can get it in here. But yeah. yeah. And then there was the, another gentleman there. There was another man. Yes. Bill, I think was his name. <laughs> we won't, we, we don't want to blow up Bill's spot, but yeah. I, yes. I, I bring that up only because there are so many individuals. I'm talking to all of you experiencers out there and those who are just interested in, in this, this phenomenon who are so perplexed, Susan, about what is happening to them. They don't have the context that you have. This is why I wanted to have you back on and tell your story and give you the perspective as you're telling the anecdotal side of it to try to help other experiencers. Yeah. First, no, they're not alone. Duh. Not, and I'm not making light of it, but no, 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 no. Far from it. But also to try to understand the significance of why they're having these experiences. And that's not to say you're having the experiences for the same reason they're having. You're a teacher, for one. And in you're telling your story. Um, I know you're helping others. So if that makes any sense. We're kind of all yeah. over the map, guys, but well, I think just... let's 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 bring it back though, because I think that that's uh, that's what's coming through. So it's like, you know, you see you've got this these encounters as a child, right? And, and well, what does that mean? And, and, you know, and by the way, as I share this with other people, I grew up in a very normal family. Like my family was not spiritual. They were connected to nature, but they were not like, you know, so, so here I come along and, you know, my innate memories um, uh, and, and the, the consciousness that I had as a five-year-old, and I'll, I'm going to tell you a little funny story too, you know, was, was really weaving in um, other lifetimes already that was innate. I didn't even know it was like really another lifetime. It was like, oh, this body as a female five-year-old um, with the density that we have on this planet now, oh, this is what it feels like to to have, have you know, really the energy move through, through your cells and have your cells shift in order to um, make communion, um, <laughs> you know, with, with these beings. And, um, you know, that, that was, again, a first innate thought. There's an, another little funny part to this, too. Um, I was, I, I tell the story that when I was a kid, um, probably around six, I was making mud pies. I loved playing in the mud. I love playing outside, like in the sandboxes and, you know, love the smell of leaves in the fall and, you know, just loved all of it. And I remember, you know, seeing the ship as I'm making my mud pie and I'm like, oh, like, leave me alone. I'm so in, in love with the earth right now. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to go with you guys because now I'm figuring out like, oh, you know, like, this is how you be a kid on this planet. And, you know, in this time right now. Okay. Because it's almost like I've, I always had a bit of this, this uh, super consciousness. And I don't mean like super consciousness in the sense of like, I'm better. I don't mean that it's like a bit of a meta consciousness. Like mm -hmm. I always knew that, I, that, that, I was more than just this body. Like I, I came in with that. And, and so I'm playing with the mud pies and I see the ship and it just boom, you know, right there, like comes out of the sky. And I'm like, Oh, leave me alone. Like, let me <laughs> I just need to be a kid. Like I'm so in love with my mud pies right now. And I hear Susan, we know, you know, you're not just like a five-year-old here or six-year-old. We know, you know what you are. And I'm like, that's something. No, <laughs> I don't want to know, you know, so, so it's, it's like, um, so it's, it, it's incredible and it's fascinating, but it just goes to show, 
you know, the, 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 it's not power. It goes to show that state of presence of, of the spirit that's in the bodies, that mm -hmm. it really is transcendent through material. And I think this is what this whole thing, you know, really is about, that we are moving more towards light. Um, I think that density is beginning to shed. And, you know, what holds that density, what creates that density, you know, 10,000 things under the sun and, and coupled where, you know, where we're at right now on planet Earth. And um, I think it would be also helpful for people to, you know, to understand too that um, the universe and this is what I was shown um, in my early 20s with these creator beings uh, that showed up at the foot of my bed, which was really shocking um, and, and strange because I'm like, okay, so I've have experience with these other beings. Now, who are these guys? You know, like, what, what's this? And um, I, at the time I was with my... Um, my boyfriend. <laughs> so that was a little disturbing. Uh, it, I don't think he was prepared for that. He was um, aware, but he's, did he, I'm sorry, did he see these beings as well? He didn't see them. Mm. He was knocked out prior to them appearing at the end of the bed, but yeah. he felt the presence as space time was opening up and shifting. Huh. And he actually leans over to me and in, you know, like when people are half asleep and they like are talking and they're half asleep and he's like, Susan, what's going on? Mm, <laughs> and then okay. boop, he's out, you know, he's out. Yeah. yeah. So he couldn't, you know, I don't want to say he couldn't handle it. He wasn't supposed to have that. That was, that was me um, with, with um, literally being taken through the cosmos with a being to my left, a being to my right. No ship was involved this time. And um I was I was literally going through the cosmos and um, traveling faster than the speed of light, and it was it was joyous. I have to tell you, I was like, you know, when you go on a really fast boat or you're 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 you know you're somewhere where you're safe, but you're going really fast, and it's like woo. So I was doing that. I was like, whoa, my God, this is incredible, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and then you know I end up in space, like like in the cosmos. So I'm back in the cosmos. When I say back in, because I remember, you know, when I, before I incarnated in being in the cosmos and um, it's like, well, what is this? Where am I? And I was shown creation and I was shown um, the, huh. what's, what's that, the bigger story? Um, like meaning not just what's happening on earth, but what's happening in the universe. Mm -hmm. And what I was also shown is that um, the universe is condensing to give birth to a new universe. So it's a fractal. And um, the compression that people are feeling here now, well, I feel it too, by the way, I'm not immune to this stuff, um, is part of that birthing process. And, and, and it's more complex and yet more elegant and, and, and beautiful. Um, so for us to be able to really understand, um, you know, that this is a, uh, this is, this is like the culmination of a series of lives that we've lived both in this body, but also perhaps in, in other bodies and other lifetimes that may not all be just about humans. Mm -hmm. right? and, go ahead. I'm smiling journey years in Susan, because just last week, I believe I had a segment with myself and Linda Moulton, Howe. we were on 
on location, excuse me, and she told the story of Jerry Wills. I don't know if you're familiar with his story, uh, gentleman in our field, but an experiencer as well, not in the classic sense, but in a nutshell, he had an experience in Peru when he was newly married with his bride in which the bride witnessed him dematerialize after he was given a set of codes at this door. And forgive me, because I can't recall the location in Peru, but it's fairly well known. It's It was a code that was given to him by some of the indigenous people there that was given to him in secret, <clears throat> a chant, a process that he had to go through. Anyway, he went through the process and was able to access the door, but his wife, his new bride, saw him uh, dematerialized literally in front of her eyes. And he just, what you just described, Susan, is nearly identical to what he described in oh. terms of going through the cosmos, landing in this sort of um, nothingness, but somethingness, all white, and mm-hmm. hearing a voice describing how our universe is nestled within another, and that our universe was the experiment of theirs. Uh, as well as there being an experiment of something else, almost like the Russian doll idea. Yes, yes. Um, I don't believe y'all are the only ones that have had some semblance of this. There are some people that are given these keys, if you will, in his case, uh, you know, keys to get in the door and yours, the the experience itself, so that that process can be shared as you're sharing it with the audience today. So I just wanted to add that, how how synchronistic that you're talking about this. No, I think it's great. And I haven't talked about this in years because I didn't feel it was it was right timing for it. And now it feels like it's right timing um, to to share more about this and the implications. It's almost like, you know, there's other puzzle pieces that drop in, you know, to this, 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 you know, I'll use the word mandala. It's like my new favorite word, um, you know, lately, uh, as as these pieces begin to drop in to, you know, create this more complete picture. And so this is what I worked with Dr. Rudy Shield on, because I was also given in that experience, um, given calculation formulas about um, that the earth has gone through these, uh, not the earth, not just the earth, that the earth and the universe has gone through these series of, of, um, um, you know, pulses, if you will, of life. And this one right now is this this big culmination point of all of those um, larger uh, pulses that have taken place. So this is the culmination of that. And again, I, 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 I say, so when people feel like they're losing it, you know, we go back to that when we're talking about previously, you know, it's my sense that um, because of what is coming from deep space with these cosmic rays um, and uh, the energy, not just from our sun, but from the central sun as connected to, to source um, that it's like the inception of creation that's way back here somewhere is coming in and it can be overwhelming for people. And they may again, feel like they're losing it um, because of that, that disharmony that's being created. But the disharmony is not, if people can understand this, that disharmony is temporary and it's there to be able to create more of that neutrality. Um, And here's the, the, ironic part. So before I incarnated in, I remember seeing these golden beings of light and and I make a joke and I would call them the foot soldiers of source because I don't know what else to call them, but I know I have a relationship to, to, to them. Um, and 
what they were doing is they were getting before I incarnated and I saw this, they were getting their instructions from source, but not instructions about, um, Oh, you do this. I mean, it was all just an energy, right? I mean, maybe you could say it was neutrons, protons, and electrons. I mean, if you even want to get geeky and, and, you know, look at it that way and where there was imbalance, their job was to go to create this balance. And what I've known ever since I was a kid is that I came on this planet to help like land this planet and what's going on here as best as possible to help through this shift. It's almost like to help stabilize the energy mm-hmm. so it doesn't go, you know, off so wonky. Um, you know, it's probably going to go off wonky, but not so wonky. Right. And so that the learnings begin to take place and that, that, that uh, the culmination and helping people to understand that this is just, isn't about, you know, different ET races, different interdimensional, different, you know, past lives It's actually about the culmination of the whole thing. And that could be really overwhelming for people, especially people that are like, you know, gripping onto that matrix for dear life. And all of a sudden, you know, when the sun pulses and, you know, these energies come in, then, you know, where are they going to put this? And so, you know, like, like, this is where we really got to start allowing ourselves to put these pieces together and and have open space for them without judgment. (laughs) Without judgment. In this work that you're doing, which I know that you are proactive in every day, do you feel that you're making a dent, forgive the, the, the cliche, and, um, effectively letting others know what's what's happening here are are you are you feeling your work uh is it effective is it becoming effective are people more apt to listen and connect with what you're trying to show them yeah it's interesting that you say that because i listen a lot and i will not take action um until i can hear real clearly because there's times I, I I take action and I'm like, well, this isn't right. Or, you know, something will come in. It's like, oh, it's not right timing. So what is, what is God asking of me? You know, mm-hmm. what, what, what is my, my own um, unrealized self asking here? And so I have to, you know, really tune in. And, you know, a couple of days ago, um, like I, I shut out the world and <laughs> spent like three days in meditation because I needed to hear myself and hear those answers. And so I'll share this piece with you. Um, one-on-one, you know, people are are coming to me and asking what's going on and what's happening. And I just shared with a gentleman last night who who has had not the same experiences as me, but, you know, has had encounters and um, some past life memories. And he's really trying to make sense of it. So he needs to go to the next level. And that person will be someone that will help others um, soon. And um, also reached out to uh, a friend of mine, because I used to do some high level consulting and reached out to that population. And I said, you know, this needs to get out to um, to people that are in business because um, they're going to start having some breakdowns here. And, you know, before we know it, um, people are not going to know where to put this. Therapists are not equipped to be able to handle this. Um, and, you know, so we need to get this out on, on a, a, a wider scale and to pr- provide the resources to genuinely help people. So, you know, am I making a difference? I would say I had to make the difference within myself myself. 
mm-hmm. to to understand these various pieces because they were still pretty separate. Alexis, I'm not going to lie. You know, there was it was a little over here, a little over here, and there was memories that I didn't have previously, like we talked about, that started to come back over the last month um, of something physical that happened here, you know, on 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 Earth that was traumatic, and you know, so this is now being woven into you know, this bigger story, but um, I'm in the process of putting together some material to be able to help a wider amount of people through this, because, you know, my sense is that's, that's the bigger picture that's going on here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. That's uh, you're a true ambassador, a true ambassador for humanity and um, a representative. Let's call, let's, I'm going to call you an emissary from uh, the non-human aspect and, and a, perfect, close to perfect culmination of the two. I think that's great. Here's what I'm going to do, guys. You're going to be like, you're ending the show already. Susan has a hard stop in about 20 minutes. Um, So we're not going to, this is not going to be a full, full segment, but I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to wind it down, going over to the Patreon after show. I know we've got a lot of patrons over there already, but I uh, would love it for you to come on over. We're finishing up the conversation over there. We've got to do it this way uh, today. But there's a lot of other goodies, including when Susan was on the show two, three weeks ago, about three weeks ago, where she talked about her, and I believe you were maybe referencing this a few minutes ago, what I would call a harrowing experience where she was uh, taken, kidnapped, uh, not by non-humans, but what we believe is a human and uh in part because of her experiences. So if you haven't seen that and you're not on Patreon, come on over and join. You want to hear that conversation. But that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a pause. We're going to go next door and we're going to pick up the conversation over there. Um, Susan, before before we sign off here, I do, for, and again, I'm going to apologize again that we've got to really shorten this, but I want to just give a, a shout out to your fairly new book, Hidden Energy, Tesla-inspired inventors and a mindful path to energy abundance by Susan Manowich and Jean Manning, and uh, we'll have a link to that book. Susan, I got to get a copy so I can dig in. (laughs) (laughs) And then also your amazing, delicious Substack, which is ietevolve.substack.com. Susan, I'm so proud of you. You are really like putting your foot in this, as we, as we say down South here, you're, <laughs> you're, your, the work that you're doing is just stellar and uh, it's appreciated. So uh, thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go on over there right now, Susan, because I'm looking at the clock and I know you've got to go. So we hope to see you over on patreon.com slash higher journeys. Thank you, my dear. Thanks everyone. Going over there right now. We'll talk to you soon.